So during this Christmas season, we have been uh, sharing together, thinking together through the Christmas story um, under the heading, The First Noels. Noel, um, as hopefully some of you know, means... Yeah, it means two things. It means Christmas. With a capital N, it really it, it, it come, has come to mean Christmas. It comes from the Latin natalis, uh, from which we get words like natal. So like if, if you've heard of neonatal care, that sort of thing, natal, it means, it means birth. Uh, natalis means birthday or birth. But if you capitalize, so capitalized, it, it means the birth or Christmas. But if, if you don't capitalize it, it's a way of referring to a Christmas carol or a Christmas song, something that carolers would sing during the Christmas season. They would sing a Noel. So under this heading, we've uh, had this theme for the Christmas season, the first Noels. And we've been looking at the original songs of Christmas uh, called the Canticles that are found in the Gospel of Luke. There are four of them. Uh, we've looked at uh, Mary's song, at Zechariah's song, at the angel's song. Um, on Christmas Eve a few days ago, we looked at Simeon's song. Today, we're, we're kind of going off, off the page from the Gospel of Luke, but continuing with the theme uh, with uh, a message today that I'm calling the last Noel that sort of um, reflects on these songs that we've sung and what they mean and what they mean for us. Because of the significance of Jesus and of his world-changing incarnation, God coming to earth and being wrapped in human flesh, every song is a Christmas song. We've been affirming together over the last few weeks. And every life is a Christmas life. Today's text is Psalm 100. And it is an invitation. An invitation to listen an invitation to enjoy, an invitation especially to sing. All songs are for listening. Good songs are for enjoying. Great songs are for singing. And the best song is sung forever. Singing is living Life is our song. Song can be a a metaphor for life, a a way of kind of talking about our life, but I also think it informs our life that that we are to to live, whether we can carry a tune or not, we are to live a life that is a song and that is expressed with joyful noise in tune or out. The psalmist's invitation here is to live a life of conspicuous joy. Live a noisy life, a singing life. Live a serving life. Live a before-the-face-of-God life. And do it all with singing. Singing your own unique song and joining in with the best song of all. This is what I believe to be our call to be part of what I am calling the last Noel our full and final Christmas carol, the best Christmas song of them all, the one being sung now continually in heaven and at times here on earth, the last Noel, the one that is ever new and will sound forever. Let's look at our text for today. It's Psalm 100. Hear the word of God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. 
Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Let's pray. Lord, we ask that you would help this psalm to come alive for us, that this song from the Bible will be a song that that rings true in our ears, in our minds, in our hearts here today. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So in thinking about the message of Psalm 100 for today, first of all, it's important for us to realize it's a psalm. And a psalm really is a song. That's that's what these are. Uh, We don't know what the music sounded like. They didn't have CDs back then. Apple Music hadn't been invented yet. But uh, clearly, uh, they were meant to be sung. Many of the psalms offer what is pretty clearly musical instruction about pauses and get louder and these sorts of things. So what we have here is a song from the Bible songbook. It is also a call to worship. It is an informative call to worship. And remember, all songs are for listening and learning. It's a beautiful, poetic call to worship and good songs are for enjoying and knowing and it's an inspiring and motivating call to worship and remember great songs are for singing and sharing the key phrase I think in this psalm is to the Lord sing to the Lord serve to the Lord live to the Lord give yourself to To the Lord. This is the great song of songs. The last Noel. The best Christmas song ever that we are being invited to participate in. The best song is for listening and learning, knowing and enjoying, singing and sharing forever. What is this song? It is the song of thanksgiving and praise to the Lord God. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. Who is being called to sing this song? Anyone. Everyone. It is for all the earth. It is the universal song. There is no higher or better song for anyone, anywhere to sing, ever. We have heard it in each of our canticles of Christmas that we've looked at from Luke's gospel, his telling of the Christmas story. Mary, her magnificat, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, Zechariah's Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. The angel song, Gloria, glory to God in the highest. 
Simeon's Nuc Dimittis song. When we look at the context, the scriptures tell us he took him up, he took Jesus up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace. Magnify the Lord, bless the Lord, glory to God. This is the true final chorus of every Christmas song we enjoy every year. It is where all our seasonal favorites will one day end up, including let it snow, let it snow, let it snow, and including, and it pains me to say this, simply having a wonderful Christmas time. All of them will end up one day joining in with this chorus, glory to God. This is the point and purpose of your life and mine right now, right here, and forevermore. Glory to God. Why? Well, the song of Psalm 100 helps us to understand the reason for our singing in season and out of this best song of all. First, because God is great. Notice the royal monarchical imagery that we have in the psalm. Come into his presence. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. God is the king of kings, the rightful ruler over everyone. In God we find the locus of real and lasting power. We are called then to do all we do, be all we are in primary relationship to God who alone is truly almighty and not to be deceived or spellbound by the overreaching claims of mere human beings whose exercise of power is often illusory and always fleeting. Why sing this song? Because God is good. And his goodness is known, seen, and believed by what God has done. Creation. God has formed all that is. What have you enjoyed this Christmas season? The food, the songs the family love, the beautiful sights, the lights, decorations, the smiles on the face of the children. All of it comes from God. All of it is ours to enjoy because God has made all that is. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us. He's made all that is and he's formed a people for himself. Israel and the church. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. What a wonderful thing to be able to say. And we are that because God has made us so. 
God's goodness is also known, seen, and believed because of who God is. What he's done and who he is. God is trustworthy. What God says, God does. God doesn't change his mind. God does not deceive. He is loving. His will is good. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever. God is faithful. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever. And his faithfulness to all generations. There will never be a people in any place or at any time for whom God is anything but faithful. And God is powerful, as we've already mentioned, and so able to see his goodwill and divine plans to completion. What God says he will do, and he has the power to make sure that it happens. God, finally and rightly, expects goodness from his people. Seems reasonable, doesn't it? Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Live your life before him. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Live your life before him with an attitude of gratitude. I need to keep working on that. Maybe you do too. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. Make yours a life of glory to God. The broad sweep of the word of God, and in particular the gospel of Jesus Christ, tells us that what God rightly expects from people, he doesn't get. We are simply not the good reflectors of God's goodness we are created to be. The reality of Christmas, Jesus coming to earth, and of Easter, Jesus dying on the cross and rising from the grave, offer profound support for this sad notion that what God rightly expects, he doesn't get from us. The gospel goes on to tell us that God found a way to get what he needed from us from himself instead. And in a way that brought us the forgiveness we needed and so grace and peace and life everlasting. And he did it through the person and work of Jesus Christ, God the Son, our Savior and Lord. So what do we do? Hear the psalmist's eternal call to the eternal song. Listen and learn. Know and enjoy. Sing and share. Sing the song. Live the life. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. It's the universal song the only final Christmas song. It's our song, The Last Noel. We've got the music. Let's keep working on the beautiful melodies and deep harmonies. The chorus is being formed and the day is coming when the final concert will begin and it will never end.
John the Apostle gives us a glimpse in his God-inspired vision found in the book of Revelation, chapter 19, verses 6 through 8. Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the roar of many waters, and like the sound of mighty peals of thunder crying out, Hallelujah! For the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. It was granted her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure. For the linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. Let us rejoice and exult and give God the glory. That sounds a lot like the last verse of the first Noel that we just sang. Then let us all with one accord sing praises to our heavenly Lord that hath made heaven and earth of naught and with his blood mankind hath bought. That's it. That's the eternal chorus. That's our song. That's the last Noel. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for your word that we can listen and learn from. That we can enjoy and know and that we can share, sing along with. Lord, we thank you that your truth, especially the truth of your goodness and greatness and glory, is a song that we're going to be able to sing forever. Help us to do that and to get started on it right away. We pray this in Jesus' name.